people of the world welcome to marketing as a foreign language episode 239 if you haven't had a chance to check out the first episode that we had with justin Earhart, you're missing out dude holy lord that was an interview um we talked about some degenerative discs in his back from homelessness and a divorce there was a moment where justin could only see his daughter two times per month don't know if you've ever gotten through anything like that in your life but my god justin's not doing drugs his dad did meth um his brother kind of went down that path why justin's not doing it and his brother is is you know up to anyone to kind of figure that out his dad died when he was 16. i mean this dude has been through the ringer and then some and then just backstage we were chatting about this product he's launching uh for videos it's like 99 bucks a month and they've got like 1500 templates of just quick sort of social media videos. And that's precisely uh, what small business owners need because they don't have $3,000 budget for custom videos. I mean, if you're a fortune thousand company, sure, fine, but, but the vast majority don't. So we're going to dive into the marketing today. I am thrilled to have back on the show, my good friend, Justin Earhart. Hey, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. Glad to be back here with you guys. Yeah, dude. So, we can t let's start with the marketing because last time we got like the some pretty intense life story stuff which i love yeah um but uh you're you launched a product yesterday let's talk about it yeah so one of the biggest challenges that a lot of business owners have is using video to get onto social media that's going to you know capture people's attention it's going to help them um you know create the right type of content video is one of the most predominant aspects of social media and marketing um, and obviously, you know, it's what we're doing now, but besides just creating short little things. So, uh, worked with a couple, uh, different companies and platforms, and now we're just launching, um, our, the, the company yesterday to our, our, our clients and stuff. But yeah, it's got 1600 templates, anything from just like logo introductions to YouTube video introductions, intros, outros, um, that's got alpha overlays as well. It's got a lot of stuff on that they can. All they have to do is just upload pictures like their logo, type in some words that they want it to say. They can even change some color schemes sometimes. It's designed to be three or four clicks and a couple words and then let it render. So uh, made it simple to the point to help them get more video content out there. And you did this with um, some other people, right? You, you got together yeah. and you all partnered up and knocked this out? Yep. Some other really people who have built similar platforms before leveraging their knowledge and in, in using this and their aspects. Sure. Um, so 99 bucks a month, you said that you only released this to like a handful of folks, but you're going to grow it from there. Yeah, exactly. It's going to get to a point where the whole goal is obviously to have thousands of business owners inside of it. Um, but we're kind of soft launching it uh, for people. But you know, obviously if someone's watching this and they want to do it and go to offer.bmpvideos.com, they can check that out offer.bmpvideos.com yeah for bearded marketing pro <laughs> there we go the bearded marketing pro um so yeah we didn't really have much of a chance to talk about um marketing last time so i want to dive into it now let's start with this project what this is b2b marketing which is tough b2b marketing can be really challenging yeah um what if any paid advertising do you plan to do for this uh, right now, there's no paid ads. I usually don't do a lot of paid ads in anything I do. Uh, most of it comes from organic and um, building up and developing my personal social media use and then utilizing a lot of Facebook groups is what I do the most. Um, I just started building my own Facebook group 
um, as well, and where it's designed to give you know value and help people understand more about their marketing. Because that's one thing that businesses struggle with the most, especially since COVID. Uh, I watched a lot of people just start spamming DMs. They just are posting all their time, just stuff that isn't going to help and it's not going to work. So with the business, the business side of it, all of my business right now comes from organic traffic and we haven't really had to do pay ads at all. So um, at some point, I'm sure with this platform, all we have to do is just show, hey, here's what these videos look like. And it's 99 bucks a month. So, you know, and utilizing the paid ads for that asset right now, it's been pretty good with just posting in a group. Um, and right. So let's talk a little bit more about these Facebook groups. Cause I don't, I don't mess with Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, did you do Facebook groups for the bearded marketing pro stuff? Yeah. So the one that I uh, have is sales and marketing training for business owners. So there's really, you know, six different aspects that I look at when it comes down to people's um, marketing as a whole, whether it is, you know, coming to consulting or educating, you know, six different pillars that I focus on is uh, branding, which is obviously going to include the logo aspects of their business, um, brand launch, how they do it, how they get it out there more effectively. Their websites, a lot of people struggle with making a, a website that converts. They focus more on just here's how good it looks. One of my clients who we've you know joked with a lot, I, um, I designed a new website for him. And it was like on it, it was a landscaping company. He just had a rock floating whenever you scrolled. And I'm like, dude, that's just like, it takes all my attention away, right? So helping people understand and utilizing a lot of, here's how we help people. Here's the problems we solve versus look how great we are. We just opened up uh, this time we were founded here. They talk too much about themselves. So website designs, utilizing lead magnets to provide value to people. You know, you can put it on a web, uh, obviously on their website, like how mine is. Once you get that lead, you put them in an email nurturing system, which is my fourth pillar where it's going to nurture them, earn trust, show them how you truly help people. And then also throw in some sales campaigns in there occasionally uh, to get them to kind of do what you want, obviously um, in that realm, then focusing a little bit more too on the sales systems that they should have, you know, like one of the, the hardest parts of a business is, well, how do I go from prospect to client and even after the client? So developing a, um, a process and a system for that. And the other, the last pillar, six pillars of social media content and making sure the content is there. So when I'm in my groups, the groups is a part of the education aspect of what I do. It helps nurture people as well, um, earn trust and people start seeing, well, they know why I have stuff. They know what it, what they need to do, but I don't really tell them every detail about the how. And so it's a great way for people to say, hey, I need some help with my website. I see what you do websites or branding. I need both those done. And that's how I start a process with people. So, and even in B2B, you have to earn a lot of trust. There's a lot of marketers out there and I use that term loosely, but a lot of these people have, they just take a quick little YouTube course and they're like, I'm a, I'm a marketer now. And that's not how it works the most. So I utilize a lot of organic traffic, a lot of groups, um, coming up this month in June, we're going to start doing traffic for the groups and getting people into the groups in that aspect, because that's where a lot of the stuff I get done for my business comes from. We're at 142 people right now inside of that group. And I have about 10, 10 people um, a month from that group coming to me and I haven't even done any ads yet. So it's been mm -hmm. a pretty good start for it. Yeah, no, I like that. I just have never gone down that path of uh, Facebook groups. I imagine you're posting educational content 
Um, how many likes do you get when you post something on the group? Um, so I post about three times a week. It's nothing even crazy. Um, maybe four times. I'll do a live video Thursdays at 5 p.m. that trains on one of the six pillars I talked about. And inside of there, we can have six to 10 people on average that are live while watching it. And then it can rack up. Uh, one of them had 150 comments at one point because it's about engagement. So people are in there. They're engaging a lot more uh, for it. Um, and then um, other posts are just simple question posts, you know, um, that I schedule up. So then every then after that, every two weeks, I have some sort of uh, it's called a honeypot post where I'm providing value to them as far as an ebook or something that launches out. I've just put it inside the group. And it's like, hey, if you want an ebook that talks about this, just say me in the comments and then I DM them and they can start a conversation there, give them that ebook. And then typically it turns into, hey, Justin, by the way, I have this problem. So there's strategic ways that you can utilize groups to start building and developing trust with clients and then start stirring up content and people will reach out to you. And that's what I like the most is I don't have to hunt people down like, hey, if you want to work with me, great. If not, I just don't give a crap. Like I'm here to provide value and to give value and then people will message me um, for that help inside of it. I love that. That's really strong. Yeah, just the Kung Fu of Facebook groups is something I've never um, tackled. So... You start a group. Yours is about education. The Facebook Live that you do in the group, is it through the group? You're going live through the group? Is that how yeah. that works? Or do you yeah, go live so, through no, your personal? In the, so, yeah, I use my personal Facebook page and just stream it directly into the group. Okay, so you can stream from your personal into a group specifically. Correct. Yeah, and that's what I, I do all my work for my personal stuff. The group isn't even linked to my business page. It's all my personal because that's where people go. They click my profile. There's a lead magnet even in the bio um, to join the group too because that's where I want to shuffle a lot of people um, into. But when they're when you do it live in the group, they're seeing it's you. Justin's the one doing it. It's not a company. And again, it builds that trust by being more transparent inside of your marketing. Mm -hmm. Wow, fascinating. We uh, just recently decided to play with events. Um, mm -hmm. So to promote this show, for example, we have a guest um, that's coming on the first. His name is Richard Linton. This will be his third appearance on the show. He was a tank commander in the British Armed Forces. And he has been in a bunch of movies and just wrote a book. Um, and he has an English accent. So that's the primary reason we're promoting yeah. it is because he has an English accent. Of course. And um, so I go to LinkedIn, right? And I create an event that's just for the episode, right? It's just episode whatever. But I make it seem like it's this thing, like, oh, it's Richard Linton. And you know, his, literally, I asked him to summarize his, like, who he is. And he said, international man of mystery and dreams. And so that's what we used for the title. Yeah. Anyway, I just go through and I just invite everyone. LinkedIn, how dare you, by the way? force me to click every single person individually. Uh, it's terrible. Very frustrating. Uh, but click, 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 click. I invite like 500 people. We have 70 attendees. Um, so we'll see 20% of them will probably show 10% of them, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, we're really excited to, uh, to have them on the show. And that's something we're going to use to promote. Now, my question for Justin is, have you frozen and disappeared from the show? And I think the answer is yes. So anyway, I'm gonna talk about Facebook groups a little bit and uh, we'll see if Justin pops back on. Um, so actually LinkedIn events. So if you're interested in doing LinkedIn events, um, there really is nothing simpler. 
um, on planet Earth than to go in there. It's probably through your company page. And when you click on events and you create the event, the main point uh, that I think you got to keep in mind is that you're just going to have to individually go through and click on every single person that is on the show, which is super annoying. Um, but uh, it's one thing to have a show like this one, marketing is a foreign language and just continue to grind and, and not bring people to these sort of like special moments in the show. And uh, you're, you're only going to expect a certain amount of growth when you do that. But um, I think to have these, you know, once every two weeks sort of popping moments where you really promote them, um, that's where you're going to see a lot of new blood. And uh, so that's obviously important stuff. Welcome back to the show, Justin. Oh, that was weird. Earhart. Um, so I was just talking about LinkedIn events um, yeah. and how, how important those are. Um, can we talk a little bit about Pinterest? That was the next thing I want to chat about. Have you ever messed with Pinterest? Uh, not a long time ago I did. I was, you know, looking at different tattoo ideas. So I've never done it for my marketing aspect because it's not where I'm proficient at. And a lot of my target audience doesn't sit there as much. Right. I, the numbers on Pinterest are always fantastic, but the results are whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I'll take 60 seconds from this interview. And I'm going to put it on Pinterest and it's going to get 2000 impressions. And when you look at the number of minutes watched, it'll be like 200, 220. Oh, wow. And wow. so you go, oh, fantastic. This is wonderful. This is wunderbar. But uh, but then I go to subscribers for the show and it doesn't go up at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what really is the benefit? So I keep doing it because the numbers look so good. Yeah. Um, and we're up to like 50,000 monthly impressions on the Pinterest page. Wow. But again, who cares, you know, if the number of YouTube and then there's a link exactly to this interview, right? Um, So I'll take like a minute of you talking about something interesting like Facebook groups. And uh, there's just no correlation. So it's it's just driving me crazy because I I see all of these good numbers, but I don't see them translate into Mm. subscribers. I just like I just want to jump my YouTube subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's some of the hardest part sometimes. We may have more impressions and people looking and, and videos and or views and minutes watched, but then they're like, well, where's the result from it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I focus a lot of my time um, on my personal Facebook page because I have a lot of traction there with like organic um, reach. And then utilizing coming up to get more people into the group and um, use that essentially as a new version of a funnel um versus hey go watch this vsl or this whole entire video this webinar stuff it does for my stuff it doesn't make sense for me to dive into a lot of that um i can do i like my live trainings i like my method of contacting people how they contact me and reach out and say hey i need help with one of these six areas and then that's just it works tremendously um i want to make sure when i do it i devote my attention the, you know, where the target audience is at for me. Yeah. So let's talk about these live trainings. Cause don't you ever just get bored to tears? Like just saying the same stuff over and over again. Um, I mean, so and like, how long are they? Like walk me through like, the live minutes. training. Okay. Yeah. I only do my trainings for 30 minutes uh, once a week and yeah, you can get repetitious when it comes down to it. But the way I look at it is there's new blood coming in that hasn't seen some of these trainings, some of these aspects. Well, I talk about six pillars. So if I only did, if I do a pillar a week, it's six weeks of concept before you're recycling it. But within mm-hmm. every single one of these pillars, there's some sort of other 
theory or diffusion process or anything else I can talk about that is new for them. Um, like yesterday, part of the social media content pillar I talked about was about utilizing contests to increase your engagement or, um, and how to do that. And people are like, I've never even heard about this before, but I've talked about it three different times. And mm. so I don't say new things to old people. I say old things to new people. Mm. And I want them to see it because the ones who've been around for a while, they've been, they're just trying to get the exactly how I do it. But when I train, I talk about again, the what I do, why I do it. I don't break down everything within the how most of the times. So they try to replicate the process without having the right engine to the system essentially. And so when they try it, that's when people will come and be like, Hey, I tried this, this, and this, how you doing this? I'm like, Hey, well, okay, well, this is, you're missing part of the key component that I don't talk about. Um, so it's a good way to still show, you know what the hell you're talking about, but you don't have to give away everything to it. So it doesn't become boring to me because I like the new faces. I like the new people coming in saying, wow, this is great. This is what I like learning and all that other shit. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Cause I, I was a teacher for four years and uh, I, I know that grind, but 30 minutes ain't nothing. You know? No, it's not. I try to keep it short, impactful, and straight to the point because you're not going to keep a lot of people on there for a long period of time, especially with all the distractions that they have. So it's, hey, here's how you're going to do this and why you do it and, and what you need to do for your business. And then people are like, wow, this is great. Awesome. Super. And then mm -hmm. it's like, hey, bye. That's enough. Right. And get? at the end of the day, you're just getting leads in for the agency. And and ultimately, when they come in, you're building websites, then what? Do you do SEO? Do you do blogging? Do you yeah, do so at the end of stuff like that, if like someone has this build a website, they, um, you know, typically, I only work with businesses for the most part that have already kind of been established. They may not be at a, a huge income scale, but they're typically making between 10 to 25,000 a month on average. Mm -hmm. So they have a little bit extra cash that they want to, you know, rebuild a website with or redesign it. But at the end of it, when I talk to them, I'm like, look, we're done with it. They approved it. So everything's going to go. Now here's your next step. So you can either completely take it over yourself. You do all the hosting, all the managing, all the updating yourself, which I'm right. Or you can do, we do light hosting for them, essentially make sure the, the website stay updated. If they have any tech issues, then they can reach out to us or the higher packages doing the SEO as well as the social media month uh, contact for them too. Mm-hmm. Brad Hessen, uh chat writes, LinkedIn, the social media site where everyone you know has a profile, but no one uses it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of business on LinkedIn is not done in timelines. It's done mostly in the DMs. And so that's one of the biggest differences between like Facebook and LinkedIn is that a lot of people have conversations and do a lot of their work in the DMs in that world. And you can create groups on LinkedIn. You can do all this stuff. But yeah, a lot of people aren't getting on there to scroll to do a lot of stuff. They will get notifications out the ass from LinkedIn. If you have DMs, you get notification on the app. They send you an email. They'll send you a reminder email. So that's where a lot of work is done is in the DMs. So looks like nobody's really doing stuff, but it's one of the most used platforms for social media statistics wise. Is that they say it's one of the, the biggest ones and the average income per user is over a hundred grand on there per average. So it's it's pretty it's a good platform if you do the the if you do it correctly. You know, I'm anti DM spamming. That's not how I am. So there's a little different strategies I focus on if I use LinkedIn um, to get people's attention. So you can do something as simple as going on their posts that they're posting consistently and commenting, providing value and engagement, 
And after a couple posts of doing that over a week, then you can shoot them a DM. So they're at least warmed up that you exist. That's mm-hmm. one of the things on LinkedIn to do. Yeah. Yeah. So this show has been simulcasting to LinkedIn for 230 some episodes, right? Yeah. And like one like, yeah. one comment, maybe, you know? Um, so it's to me, it's, and, and it was hard to get into LinkedIn. I mean, they were kind of, uh, you had to apply and it was like a whole thing. Oh, wow. And so I was really excited. I was like, ah, here we go, you know? Um, but man, the, the internet is just flooded. It's flooded with live streams. It's, you know, especially after the pandemic, everybody's yeah. live, everybody's on video. It's, it's just too easy to do it. So when I talk to a business owner and I'm like, well, what are you doing for live streams? And like, they're like, I'm like, bro, yeah. YouTube is out of date. YouTube. You know what I mean? Like try getting popular on YouTube. Holy smokes, man. There's just, I mean, you look at the the numbers of hours of content being uploaded per second. It's yeah, insane. It's insane. Yeah. The, I mean, I, I can't remember what it was, but like 500,000 hours per minute are being uploaded or something like that. And I'm just like, that's fucking nuts. So yeah, it is a lot harder to have traction on that platform and your videos have to be consistent and you have to be providing a lot of value for people to even want to lift you in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's what's, that's what's the hardest aspect of it sometimes. Yeah. So your particular strategy I find fascinating because it's just something I've never, never touched on, but my takeaway is the live stream to the Facebook group itself. Yeah. I like that six pillars. It's funny because I, the thumbnail for the show is enlightened one and entrepreneur and uh, the Buddha Siddhartha Gautama uh, was known for his four noble truths. Um, <laughs> And you've got your six pillars and it's yeah. like this whole thing. Uh, so did you achieve enlightenment under a tree like the Buddha or was it somewhere else? No, it was, it was at a, a strip club in Cincinnati. There it was. Cincinnati. That's right. Yeah. Cincinnati. That's right. Cincinnati. That's right. I knew that's that. Right. I should, I should not. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't have even have asked, but yeah. And so Facebook, you know, uh, we talked about the groups and, and the enlightenment and stuff like that. Facebook has been putting a lot of effort to groups and, Obviously, if you have a Facebook business page, it's very hard to create an organic traffic, right? Because it's they want you to pay to play at the end of the day. So what the groups does is Facebook, even if you've been watching YouTube, I'm sure since we've been talking about it now, Facebook's going to start popping up ads all over the place for you. But they've been provi- they've been doing a lot more paid ads on YouTube. I've seen uh, um, four groups. So the way that they're, they're doing is they, they've been focusing on changing the way that social media with Facebook is done because the whole intention of it is to be just that it's to be social. So when you create a group, you have to join the group. So Facebook is saying, Hey, if you're taking the time to join a group on sales and marketing training, whatever, they know that you want to see more of that specific content. So your group notifications will actually show up a lot faster than just a business page notification and how it's going to come up on the actual algorithm in itself. So they have notifications that's going to say, Hey, Justin just posted inside of the, you know, marketing and sales training group. And you're more likely to go check it out versus, you know, the beard of marketing pro page just posted a post. They're like, eh, whatever. It's, just, it's another page. I don't care. So it's, they're really focusing on how the groups are being done. And there's some talk with some of their trainings that they've had, that they're even changing it up even more to provide an even more robust experience for people in these groups. Um, so it's, it's a huge shift. And I've kind of seen that groups is where a lot of this attention is going to be. So really capitalizing on helping people inside of these groups has been 
very beneficial. I bet they've got data too on the fact that a group will more likely pull a user in for longer periods of time, yeah. will get them to engage more. I mean, it's just sociology 101, right? I mean, how many yeah. tri tribes are you a part of? Right. Um, I have a martial arts group that I'm a part of that's religious. You know, it's every yeah. Tuesday, 530, I'm there because I know these people. Um, I have relationships with these people. Um, so I'm not surprised that um, that uh, that groups kind of have that level of, of love. Yeah. And then starting them, I guess my question is, you start a group and then you go, oh, sweet, it's just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's me in a group. Yeah, well, there's oh, certain ways post to no nobody like. Yeah, there's certain ways that you can actually create the excitement of the group when you launch it. And there's basically anticipation posts that um, even oh, I've had the group for a little while and had 100 people in it. I still created an, an, um, an anticipation post on my personal Facebook where mm -hmm. I was like, hey, look, you know, I had this group for a little while. But if I could have a group that teaches business owners, right, talking about like teaches my target audience. Boom, 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 boom. Would this be something that's interesting to you? And would you want to join it? If so, comment yes below. Mm. And I had people starting to comment yes. And then the next day or uh, two days later, I dropped the actual like, okay, hey, look, here's the group. Here's what it is. And then it jumped up to 142. So with that post, oh, nice. it raised up uh, at 142. And again, there's other strategies for it. But yeah, the correct anticipation and launching of it is what's going to be the differentiator as well as even the questions you answer um, when people join a group and what they say, because uh, it's a great way to have kind of a, you know, um, they want you to reach out to them. Because one of my questions is like, hey, here's what I do. I help business owners with boom, 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 boom. Would you want, um, want me to shoot you a message, a direct message to start a conversation with, with you to see how I can help you essentially. And probably about 70% of people say, yes, message me. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a great way to at least start a conversation. I don't go in there, try to pitch people, try to sell them in there. There's certain strategies, even in the DMs, that at least gets them trusting you, which is what's vital um, in, in business these days. So funny to me that there are, when people will come to our agency, they'll often just say, yeah, I want help with my social media. But it's like, Lord above, yeah. at this point, 2021, okay. Do you want us to create a Facebook group for you and do a full-time thing like what you're talking about? It's yeah. crazy how much work you put into that group. You know, just hearing yeah. you talk about it, just the mental energy, the time, the thinking about the posts, all of that. Yeah. Um, LinkedIn, you want to go live on LinkedIn? You want to do LinkedIn posts? You want us to like reach out to people on LinkedIn? You want us to do events on LinkedIn? Do you want us to do just blog posts? Do you want us to do a thousand word blog posts as opposed to 300? Do you want custom graphics? Do you want the custom graphics the same on all the different social media platforms or do you want yeah. them different? I mean paid you want to do facebook ads you want to do linkedin yep. ads what kind of linkedin ads do you want to do do you want to do direct message linkedin ads you want to do broad do you want to do display do you want to do remarketing do you want to do facebook remarketing it's just it's crazy and simultaneously website development is um or i should say maintenance has become way crazier in the last five years than it ever has been like yeah. we have clients that do no maintenance at all. We build their website. They want no maintenance and then stuff breaks. Yep. Websites break now. Um, they're not like Dreamweaver hard coded websites. These are WordPress websites that are being hacked over time. Well, then why did you build me a WordPress website? Because your GoDaddy one would get hacked too. And Correct. so would your Wix one. And so yeah. would your all the other ones. So it's, it's just, there's too much money 
in the internet economy for people not to be incentivized to like run around and you know and like hack and do all that stuff so man like what did we get ourselves into <laughs> i guess yeah. is my question and that's crazy where, you know from the last time we talked to now i did a lot of revamping in, in what i do too um, just because I'm like, you know what, there's certain things I'm not going to do anymore. And yeah, a lot of that comes down to content management is a big one um, where I would have some people would want me to go in and post for them. So they give me all the logins. Like just the other day, I was like, why am I still getting notifications as an admin on this group? And I had like 15 different pages I was I was a part of as like that I had to post content for. So I was like, hey, I'm not going to do it anymore. And if they want me to, they can pay me more money to do it. That's right. But, you know, what I mainly focus on now is con the content creation. Like, yeah, we'll create the content for you. We'll give you a week of content or two weeks content in advance or whatever um, for them to do their, their own posting. So I'm just, I got so tired of having to get all the notifications, keep up with all the stuff. So while we still provide a lot of very valuable services that they need, when I started raising my price point up even more, we had more people coming to us. And then now we're not doing the posting for them as part of one of the pillars I talked about. And they're just like, yeah, that's great. I can post it whenever I want. I'm like, cool, go for it. Yeah, you got to shift. I mean, we we were doing eight 400-word blog posts for many clients for years, yeah. for years. And now we do 2,000-word blog posts, custom graphics, you know, all the social that goes into everything, the managing the paid I mean, doing everything for everybody is impossible, but yeah. I am okay expanding into new territories over time. I want to remain agile in that way. Um, and so we have done that. So they want LinkedIn. Okay, we'll do some LinkedIn. You want to do this, this specific thing with email marketing? Fine, we'll do that. We'll yeah. do retargeting. We'll do it. Like So we're continuously expanding what we offer, the web maintenance stuff, all that. I mean, but at the end of the day, five full full-time employees plus myself plus vendors you know it's like we're small enough that we're agile but um you know the, some of the cost benefits you get of being a huge agency we don't have right so we're in, in that place and all i really want is to grow to like a mid-sized business i want 25 30 35 employees that's yeah. the next big jump that that i'm uh, after what are you after what do you want yeah so right now where we're at we can scale up because my whole intention is obviously to build the right foundation and then scale up that's really yeah. one of the biggest things you know um i have myself and four other people right now that are remote working like the websites graphic design and all that stuff now that we've kind of have a, kind of established this the next step from you know the group and developing that strategy is going to be bring on um, appointment setters as well as people who are, are their focus is going to be on closing this stuff. So mm -hmm. for the remainder of the year, you know, seven months coming up left inside of it. Um, it's really about making sure that my internal system is structured correctly to start expanding. And by the end of the year, be able to have at least 10 people that are working with us. Uh, but more importantly, hitting, you know, about a quarter million dollars is what we'll be at. And it's still really our first year. Uh, we started officially, I started in July of last year, officially like doing my own company stuff versus behind the scenes, only working with a select amount of people. So the mm -hmm. fact that we can go to almost a quarter million dollars by the end of the year, which is well, a year and a half into it's pretty freaking pretty good. But yeah, we want to keep growing and hit that seven figure mark. I get it, dude. I want to hit that seven figure mark. 
Um, I was uh, in this ridiculous, we're going to wrap up too, because we're a little bit over time, but I was in this networking meeting where I was feeling like, why am I even here? They kept talking about air frying chicken. I was like, what is happening in this meeting? Um, and uh, anyway, I met this lady who um, was very unassuming. And it turns out she had a, an ad agency that she ran for 20 years and they were grossing 34 million and wow. she was making a half million a year not in the 90s not accounting for um not accounting for all the hotels and flights and everything she put on the company card so she was probably making like 700,000 and uh so anyway I had a good conversation with her um and so it's it's possible is the point that I'm making you know what I mean like people yeah. people who I know did it you know yeah. Um, not just randos on the internet saying that they're making like literally her name's Hillary, you know? Um, yeah. like, so it's, you know, and I, Polly Kubik, the owner of mass media, she retired, she got out of it. Um, you know, it, it can take 15, 20 years, you know, yeah. um, to, to really get there, but it's possible. Oh yeah. That's what we're going for. That's why like year one for me is all about tightening the systems, make sure it's exactly what we want to do make sure we have the right offering, um, and the right thing to take someone from prospect all the way to, you know, avid customer who's always referring us that's mm -hmm. what i want yes sir all right i'm gonna pitch the show and then i'm gonna let you get the last word ladies and gentlemen you know the drill youtube.com for slash send it rising why send it rising because that's the name of the agency that i happen to own uh, marketing and foreign as a foreign language is the show 10 30 a.m pacific standard time every single monday through friday catch us after the fact on youtube my personal linkedin that's kellen kautzman kellen kautzman at Twitter, or at Kellen Kautzman on Twitter, I should say, um, iTunes, Spotify, and 10 other podcast platforms. Our guest today, Justin, if you didn't catch his first episode, you really should go back and listen to that one because um, this dude has been through the grinder. And uh, if you want to hire an agency or work with somebody or join his Facebook group, you should know everything he's gone through on a personal level because as you know very well, these are the things that shape us in this world and they are what motivate us. And also if you've been through hell, um, when you become a business owner, when a client freaks out or when things don't go well or an employee freaks out or whatever, you're just so much better emotionally, um, flexible to deal with these sorts of problems. And so you definitely want someone with a good head on their shoulders. Justin, final word for the fine folks. Yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, there's two things you guys can do is join the marketing and sales training for business owners group, or you guys can check out the new uh, content creation platform at offer.bmpvideos.com and jump into that and start building the right type of content for your social media. All right, cool. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.